At almost every stage, women are less likely to pursue entrepreneurship and scale their businesses. We are here to change that. Welcome to the Female Founders Club. Each episode, we will be taken over by a female founder who will share their journey into business with you. I am Sukhvi Atwal, your host and fellow serial entrepreneur. Ahlam is a full-time mum and founder of Grow With Me, a baby sensory subscription box. Having been a teacher in an environment that encourages young minds to grow, she wanted to explore this area with her own daughter. But being a new mum meant this was hard. A fan of subscription boxes, she was surprised there was no baby sensory box on the market. And so Grow With Me was born. Grow With Me is a carefully curated subscription box that encourages bonding, sparks creativity and stimulates children's brain development all through play. Okay, so welcome to the Female Founders Club. So do you want to just go um, through why you started your business and like what motivated you to start it? Oh, okay. Yes. So um, the idea came from my own experience once I became a mum. Yeah. Since I had my daughter, um, I had a traumatic birth, um, labour, so it made yeah. the first few months really difficult um, in terms of just surviving. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't really have much time to focus on play. And I was really, I had all these plans and I really wanted play to be intentional, to be meaningful. I wanted the items to have a purpose. I didn't want my house to be full of clutter yeah but that required a lot of time and research um so fast forward months um going back to work and really struggling yeah um, at work and then there was an opportunity my husband my husband um got promoted which meant we were moving from London to the Midlands and I had to leave my work um yeah which I've been um, playing with the idea of leaving for months before then anyway. So it was a perfect opportunity when we moved to Leicester early. So it was January 2019 to really go for it. And this particular business just ticked a lot of boxes for me. I love the subscription model. and I needed something that can work remotely, that can work around my daughter. Um, It provided me with the flexibility um, and then with the with the educational play boxes, I get to help kids and have a, have a play a part in their development and their growth, which means helping parents um, as well. So it was it ticked all the boxes and I was very excited <laughs> to start. That's that's the reason why <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, the really long explanation of why no. I started this. And so, like, what was your kind of, like, when you first started out, what was, like, I guess one of the biggest challenges of actually starting a business? was finding the time for me. Um, yeah. Because I wanted this so that I can be home, look after my daughter, put her to bed, feed her her meals. Yeah. Which meant I had very little time. Um, I wouldn't say little time. I'll say I, I was unable to progress as fast as I would have wanted to. Yeah. which is sometimes really, really frustrating because I was determined, I was motivated, um, but then I just had to 
rein it in and just remind myself of why I'm doing it and yeah. it's okay that um I can't get as much done and every mm-hmm. day is different that was the biggest challenge for me yeah I think a lot of entrepreneurs can like sometimes struggle with that especially in the early stages yeah. and like how did you find like balancing out like family life and the business um it was hard <laughs> it was definitely it was definitely hard and I don't know I, there's no recipe or formula um, <laughs> of getting it right it's just being forgiving with yourself for yeah. not doing both parts perfectly <laughs> um I think it's really important because I was definitely really harsh on myself if yeah. I was 100% there for her or, um and then I wasn't progressing or I didn't maximize on an opportunity for the business yeah and now even even now um eight months on I still have to remind myself that it's okay to let that opportunity go there'll be more to come I don't I I can't grab everything and do everything yeah okay yeah and I think like especially uh you know with a startup um, it's always thinking about which opportunities benefit you the most and yeah. do fit in with what you're doing yeah um, and so like um how important has like your support network been and has there been like any kind of female founders or a networking group that you've been involved in that have supported you in that journey in those early days yeah um support network in terms yes. of my right. husband my sister so I'm in, I'm in business with my husband and my sister so that's been really really helpful for me to have co-founders yeah um, and I have obviously completely different relationship with both so they've supported me in completely different ways yeah um and sharing the workload and sharing the stress as well has helped family members have helped in those odd days of um looking after her so that I can get work done so I can progress um, on the business. Um, in terms of the wider, the wider community, yeah, I don't think I was. I put myself out there enough. I wish I did. It was until later, until we've launched, until I feel like I could come out of the shell almost and say, "Yes, I, you know, I'm growing a little business," <laughs> that I could go out and claim it. Yeah. At the very start, before the the concept was proven, I felt really uncomfortable with shouting it and asking for support or putting myself out there. Um, I wish I'd, I I didn't feel that way. I wish I was part of a community. Yeah, and so like, with... you know, like um, along that kind of journey, do you think that um, there were any barriers due to the fact that you were a woman in business? Um, were there any barriers? Yeah. I think the first time that I felt uncomfortable or kind of raised an eyebrow about yeah. me being a female was when we went to our um, a trade show um, at Toy Fair. Yeah. Um, looking for suppliers. And in the past, we've been... That was the second time we've been. The first time I went with my husband, so he went around with me and we spoke to different um, distributors and suppliers. Um, the second time round, he wasn't feeling very well. So yeah. I told him to sit down 
in a cafe and I'm okay I go around and talk to them myself and I've noticed a difference in the way that I was treated okay um that was the first time that I felt a little bit like if I had <laughs> a guy with me <laughs> yeah a bit more yeah. serious I, I don't know it, it could be me being a woman it could be um the fact that I'm short and look young <laughs> that could be a part too I don't know but yeah. I noticed that I wasn't being approached um as much um I had to talk a little bit more um in some cases I was a little bit dismissed yeah. as well yeah and so like obviously it's one of those things that sometimes you know you face different situations and you mm. don't kind of know what it's about but how do you kind of overcome it and you know if someone else was in a, quite a similar position to you like what kind of advice would you give them if it's in person yeah, yeah. if they were if, if they were going to approach suppliers um just being firm and ignoring <laughs> ignoring yeah. it and yeah just being firm and making sure that you're heard um don't go in expecting them to be interested sometimes they're not or they might underestimate what it is that you're working on or the potential of your business and that's that's okay um as well just not to be put off by people's perception of your people's Mm -hmm. expectation because even me when I first started had an idea of what this businesswoman looks like and I don't know who said that she looks this way and I definitely don't fit that image um (laughs) and um and that's also okay yeah and so like throughout your kind of journey um what has been like one of your most like memorable exciting moments the first few subscribers I think it's (laughs) my most memorable moments because I think up to that point all the work that you're putting in um you don't have much to show for it you don't um, in terms of sales you don't know if it's going to work you don't know if people are going to love it but the first few people that have bought a box that have subscribed to us they gave yeah. me the confidence um, to, to, to keep on going because if I got five then I can get a yeah. hundred I can do five hundred I can do a thousand that's how yeah. I felt I felt like they really really said it was their way of saying you can you can do this and this business has has legs yeah so is there anything like you would do differently do you think if you could like look back and say you know uh to you know Ahlam that's starting off at the beginning would you change anything yeah I would change the stress and the worry um, <laughs> and the frustration <laughs> At the beginning, <laughs> with trying to get a lot done and trying to make progress really fast, I think I would, if I can't change the situation, if I can't buy myself more time, there's absolutely no need. And it's unnecessary to stress. Um, yeah. I wish I told myself that and I didn't. And also, when it came to launching the business, if I was doing it on my own without yeah. um, the other co-founders, I probably would have delayed the launch date because it wasn't perfect the website wasn't perfect the boxes weren't 100% complete and I did yeah. beg them to um but they were they were insistent on launching anyway and figure out which I didn't agree with at the time but now I'm glad they did yeah. 
because that was <laughs> that really shifted my um my mindset when it comes to yeah wanting things to be perfect and wanting things to be exactly the way it is because it's it comes it comes from fear it comes from f- fear of criticism people not liking it um and that's okay if people don't now you know why they don't like it change it um and that's my mindset now is every feedback is positive even negative feedbacks are positive let's take that and you pivot and you change um and you improve um so where do you see grow with me going like what's your like five-year vision five year i would love to expand to um to more range um the older the older the kids the more exciting it gets the more creative i can be with what i put in the boxes so that's how i see it um in the next five years hopefully we'll be able to go up to maybe four years um and do really cool things yeah no, that's amazing. Thanks for coming um, on the podcast today. It's been amazing hearing about your journey. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Female Founders Podcast. You can subscribe to get updates about our next episodes. If you would like to hear more about us, you can visit www.femalefoundersclub.co.uk. 